Hey everybody, welcome back. Today's Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. I'm Trey Crowder and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? How you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. Uh, should we let, wait, we, we may or may not be having technical difficulties tonight. We're going to find out in real time. So uh, y'all yeah, yeah, know us. I know, yeah. hard to believe, but yeah, we might have some issues with our clips tonight. We will see, but either way, me and him will be running our mouths, whatever happens yeah. with that. So yeah, yep. those always work for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, Trey, do you know anybody trying to buy a house right now? No, but I'll tell you this. I live in Southern California, obviously, as do you with my wife and children. And I've been I've lived here since uh, 2017 and I've been terrified to even attempt to buy a house the entire time and remain so, especially after the pandemic, uh, because it seems to be such a clusterfuck minefield. Why do you ask? Uh, one of our mutual friends I was talking to was trying to buy a house in either Austin or Dallas. Lives in LA, but just want just wants a, a place in about out in the real world to retire to one day, right? And he was talking about like he was gonna like I will pay you half a million dollars cash, which is usually enough to buy a place in Texas. Uh, he would walk, listing price five hundred. Tried that, couldn't find anybody to take five hundred. Started offering places over like list. Here's hundred k over what you're doing, what you're asking for. Nope, already sold. People were paying $750,000 cash for houses that were listed at five. Apparently, this is a nationwide fucking phenomenon, and no one can really tell you why it's happening. It's like 20 different reasons to look at experts. But I was scrolling across these facts. This is, this is stats from Redfin, all right? One, currently in America, there are now more realtors than listings. Don't know how that's happening. Uh, housing inventory is down 40% this year, which one of the reasons demand so high. Home selling 17 days, a record low. Uh, housing prices are up 24% year over year. Homes, homes on average are selling 2% higher than asking price, but 2% sounds ridiculous. But like this is like new housing permits are up like 40% in 48% in Chicago, 40% in LA, 50% in Seattle. No one knows, but we're doing our own housing boom. We're doing it voluntarily. People, when people, apparently people save a bunch of money during quarantine and want to blow it on a place they can work remotely from that's further away from where they currently are. So uh, lumber prices are up 300%, Trey. Good luck building a fucking house. Well, I tell you. Personally, I blame HGTV. That's what oh, that's okay. the theory I'm going with. Now, look, I don't know at all what I'm talking about here, uh, but just coming off the dome, I believe this is HGTV's fault. There's been, you know, people if people have gotten hooked on this flipping houses, loving oh. listed, all this mm -hmm. type of shit, and it's just led to this cultural explosion of fucking with real estate. That's what I think. You think uh, they they spent the whole pandemic year watch stream uh, uh, binging HDTV and now they want a yard to uh, to turn it to put a treehouse in or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm sure it's some you know oligarchical bullshit that's really going on. Uh, yeah. But that's my fun answer is that it's HGTV's fault. So I yeah. hope they're happy. <laughs> I would assume I would assume there's some private equity dickbaggery somewhere involved in this. It's got to be. It has and to also, be something like that. And also, people can work remotely. I saw like not only people can work remotely, people are moving from like California to like a like a lower like a lower real estate state, and so their wife can stay home with their kids, or they can retire early, which is like more power to them. More uh, money equals freedom. Uh, that's part of your labor shortage. We keep like, we keep hearing about people have more money, so they're voluntarily leaving the labor force to spend time with their kids. Horrible, horrible shit like that for the economy. Fucking terrible. Right? Yeah, it's all just like also like the 
student loan crisis and the year without work and the uncertainty of the future and everything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, but at least it's super hard and fucked up and expensive to buy a house. So we got that going for us, which is nice. All right. Yeah. Late capitalism rules, baby. Yeah. The show. Let's do it. Uh, with us, as always, is producer Matt doing his best to make it work. This is Weekly Skews. Tonight, uh, we discuss the state of criminal justice reform in this country on the anniversary of George Floyd's death. Is shit changing? Will it change? Can it change in this country? We will talk about it. Also, while we acknowledge this is quite the tonal shift, we will attempt to lighten the mood and also uphold the high journalistic standard this show is known for and talk about aliens for a little while. I mean, if 60 Minutes can do it, then we can too. All that and more on tonight's Weekly Skews. But first, as always, the Daily Dumbass. Matt, are graphics still cool? Yeah, well, at least we got the graphics, baby. Tonight's Dumbass for the second week in a row. And listen, I don't want to crown her too early or anything. But I got to say, if she keeps up this pace, it is possible she could surpass Donald Trump on our all-time Dumbass leaderboard. So, Something to watch, skews fans. She's the Zion <laughs> Williamson of dumbasses. Just fucking That's a young right. upstart who's dominating in unprecedented levels. And y'all already know who we're talking about. She's back again. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is incensed at the treatment that uh, the persecution being faced by anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers, both on the floors of Congress and the streets of this country. And if the video works, here's what she had to say. Try it, Matt. <laughs> This woman is mentally ill. You know, we can look back in a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens, so much so that they were put in trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. Well, let's talk about the queen of the House of Hippocrats. Exactly. This is exactly the type of thing that they are facing, Mark. The literal yep. Holocaust. <laughs> uh, there's a certain kind of brain disease where, like, they, the, we, the Nazis have become this like cartoon emblem of evil, where everything they did is just like. I mean, I, I'm not saying they were evil. I'm fucking saying like <laughs> yeah. we, we, we hold them up to be like other than human, kind of. We sort of dehumanize them to like these are regular people just doing office jobs and including running the fucking Holocaust. Right. right. Not, That's like, hugely important to remember, in my yeah. opinion, is the fact that they were just regular people. That's what makes it so much more <laughs> fucked up. But you're right. They're yeah. treated as like uh like comic book villains or something. Yeah. But it, it's not that like the Nazis making the Jews wear yellow stars was the best thing that they did. But also, if that had been the worst thing that they did, they probably wouldn't be such a big chapter in history books. Like, they, she's talking about this is a program where some store was letting their employees go maskless if they were willing to put a button on their name tag so they were vaccinated to put, employee, to put customers at, at, at ease. So we'd encourage their employees to get vaccinated because they get vaccinated, they can stop wearing their fucking masks at work. Seems like a good incentive program. Also, uh, it's just like a yellow star, which is obviously the worst thing the Nazis did. So they, that's, that's basically where we're at. Well, also, uh, it's not like Jews literally endangered the lives of other people by just being Jewish, you know, or gay people for being gay and all the other people that were targeted by the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, that's obviously the massive difference here is the reason people are even telling you you should wear a mask is because not doing it could kill someone. Just continuing to be a Jew wasn't going to endanger anybody 
in you know the 1930s and 40s so it's just false equivalency all around but it feels like they always go to the holocaust you know what i mean i guess because the comic book villain thing but it's always like you know what this is like <laughs> it's a, let me guess is it the holocaust and it is yeah. every time mm-hmm. that's always their go-to yeah she, uh, i mean she, I, she you know else drove mercedes benz's drag you know who else wore hugo <laughs> boss you know who else had trains had interstates holy shit yeah it's she like what was they call- asked she was asked about it, uh, of course. She's been asked about it countless times, but she was asked about it uh, after this happened, and she uh, doubled down very much so. I know, hard to believe, but what she said was, because uh, I'm unsure of the video clips, what she said was, I think, first she said, I didn't say anything wrong. I stand by what I said. And furthermore, any rational Jewish person would be upset about the Holocaust. I'm with her there. And then she continued, and also any rational Jewish person would be upset about all this shit that's going on. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And in response to this, remember, uh, uh, this is the same group that just kicked Liz Cheney out of their caucus for refusing to uh, go along with the big lie. The election was stolen, right? And Marjorie Green's still a member of good standing. Kevin McCarthy, after like a week of her doing this dumb shit, includes she did this big rant where she called uh, – uh, we could. We, that's one of the videos we're in trouble with. But uh, uh, she she called. I called Nancy Pelosi Speaker Mask Hole, and then she basked. How funny that was for like five minutes. She just soaked it in from the crowd, and uh, it's just like so. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy put out a statement today, admonishing her for the the inherent anti-Semitism in her remarks for about a half a paragraph. Then the rest of the statement was about how the real anti-Semitism is on the left in the squad or whatever, and uh, so things are going well for them. Um, anyway, if you thought that was going to pacify her, yeah. so she responded to that. She quote tweeted someone calling uh, Kevin McCarthy a feckless c-word. So his deal with the devil definitely paid off. <laughs> so yeah, some dude. If you're only listening, there's this guy, some you know, dipshit on Twitter whose uh, whose Twitter username is literally a simple patriot. <laughs> Yeah, and his uh, screen name was his screen name was American three fifty seven. So obviously, three fifty seven. Yeah, you know, like the Magnum. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he re, he quote tweeted Kevin McCarthy saying she was wrong to have invoked the Holocaust while talking about mass protocols, and he said, uh, he said, look, you, you moron, nobody supported Israel in their recent conflict with uh, Hamas more than MTG did. Her analogy may not have been perfect, but you seriously need to get a grip, you feckless. C word. Pelosi is the villain here. She retweeted that. She's in Congress and she retweet. She didn't just retweet it. She quote tweeted it and elaborated on it. This dude calling Kevin McCarthy a uh, well, you know, you get it. A C word. Uh, and it's so it's also it's funny to me that it, we're censoring it, it. We're censoring the word here. But it's very funny to me that this dude censored it. Again, if you're only listening, he put C asterisk asterisk T. So this guy, it's just funny to me that this guy censored that word. You know what I mean? Like, I guess yeah. he's married and he fucking knows better or something. But I also wonder how much that played into her decision to retweet it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he had spelled it out, would she have had any pause? Like, did she consider the asterisk? And she was like, oh, well, it's fine then. <laughs> 
I, I mean, these people will never learn that you cannot. It's, it, 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 they live. They live in the scorpion and the frog thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yes. Uh, you can You cannot appease a moron because they have one speed. It's straightforward, full speed ahead. Like she cannot. Right. There's, there's, there's no off ramp for her. <laughs> you cannot give her a different lane to take. She doesn't want another lane. She wants this lane. She likes it. So uh, you can tell her. You can tell her to screw off, or you can follow her, but you cannot lead her from behind. It doesn't work that way. And uh, anyway, uh, she, she, Pelosi's the real villain here, and I absolutely think Pelosi's a villain in a lot of stuff. But in this one, all she's doing is requiring members of Congress who get, who get paid like $180,000 a year base pay, plus a ton of perks, to wear masks or get vaccinated. That's all she's asking them to do or face a little bit of a fine. And that's what makes Pelosi Hitler. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so our first honorable mention tonight is uh, Joel Greenberg. Is that right, Mark? That's his name, Joel Greenberg. Yes, who yeah. is a uh, renowned uh, serial child sex trafficker, allegedly. And that's why he's an asshole. But the reason he's a dumbass tonight is for being friends with Matt Gates, one of his many poor decisions he's made. And if yeah. you wonder why I'm saying that, uh, Matt, if we could attempt to play the clip, please. I'm not too worried about. All right. Well, okay. there you go. That's what we were worried about with the first one. At least we got through the first one. But in that clip, Matt Gates says, I'm not too worried about this guy because uh, this is a guy who accused people who aren't guilty of anything for being guilty of a thing. And now he's in jail for it. So, you know, fuck that guy. What I'm really worried about is socialism. And yeah. So just a little, go a little bit more depth and specifics here. So, so he, he says, how can you trust what this guy's saying when he's trying to accuse me of being involved, of, of being a pervert? Because literally what he's in jail for is accusing someone else of being a pervert. That's absolutely true. Because what Greenberg, the first thing Greenberg was investigated for was starting a bunch of sock puppet accounts and running like a, like a, like a, a using campaign funds to uh, uh, try to push out this message. This guy running against him in the Republican Party primary for county tax assessor was a pedophile. Right. He did do that. Matt Gates is a dumbass because he kept being friends with this guy afterwards and he's saying, how could you trust this guy who tried to frame another guy for being a child molester? He's just doing the same thing to me, but we didn't trust him. You trusted him. You were the one who kept party with him after he did right. that. <laughs> so like, something about being judged by the company you keep, I think, is the lesson here. But like, how can you tell us not to trust the motherfucker when you trusted him? When he was your boy for years. Yeah. Also, uh, in that clip, uh, it turns out Matt Gates is saying all this while he's on tour with who? You guessed it, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Matt Gates and, and MTG making the rounds, just Man. out there the the blue collar comedy tour of fucking vile dipshits. I saw uh, in about 1998, I think I saw Wu Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine at an outdoor concert in Meredith Post Pavilion, Maryland. Man. It was awesome. One of the best concert I ever did. Can you imagine two better acts to see at their peak than those no, two dude, groups? No, dude, that no, that's super fucking sweet. Except these two, I, I'm, I can't. I, that's got to be the hottest ticket. Yeah. How do they decide who headlines? You do, like Wu Tang and Rage flip flopped. You got to like trade off headline that tour. Yes, right? this is <laughs> this is the Wu Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine of brain damage QAnon idiots. Uh, well, it, it, remember MTG's main reason for getting into politics was trying to stop child sex trafficking. Now she's on tour. It's like. It, it, <laughs> 
She's doing the speed. I, I had not considered that. That's boy, yeah. that's just their whole thing in a nutshell, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, Here's right. the funniest DM from Matt with the private yeah. chat. Matt just said, I have the screen grambling chicken lady. I'm not sure we're going to explain to you guys what that means, but I guess maybe we'll give it a shot. So, because we can't play video. So, uh, Throw, throw the screen grab up here from Tucker Carlson. I don't think we need, we need to preface it because it's not going to make any sense anyway. We'll just have to explain afterwards. It says, uh, a clucking disaster. The CDC comes out and urges against kissing and snuggling chickens. This is a real screen grab from Tucker Carlson's show. So Tucker did a segment last week where the CDC, apparently there's a salmonella outbreak in 40-some states. People have gotten sick. The CDC is asking people to not, uh, among other things, to not... Uh, hang out with their pet chickens and pet them and snuggle them and kiss them. Uh, apparently, this is a thing among hippies and hipsters to keep chickens in their backyard. It's not just a hillbilly thing. And one of the many things that the hipsters have stolen from the hillbillies uh, uh, trays yard birds. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> so uh, he's truckers doing this mainly as a way to own the CDC because it sounds like a silly thing. And so, why would you trust them on masks when they're obsessed with things like snuggling chickens? Except people are getting salmonella. They're trying to give you. So I don't. I don't fucking understand. And then what he's doing doesn't make any sense. He's just trying to confuse old people. But he did find this woman to come on his show and talk about how it's in unjust. The CDC wants her to stop kissing her chickens. She's a former bachelorette contestant who now is a chicken influencer on Instagram. So that's where the state yeah. Of so the whole his whole thing is. He's trying to undermine the very concept of the CDC with his audience, right? That's the deal here. By being yeah. like, yeah, sure, they say this about masks, but you know what else they're saying? Not to kiss chickens. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, yeah. what kind of organization is this? And then he brings on the, the chicken lady who loves to kiss and sleep with her chickens, uh, you know, which is fine. Hell, no judgment. And, um, but yeah, there, it's it's not just this is like the logical culmination of like 50, not just 50, 70 years. The entire conservative projects have been like undermine the whole concept of the public good. Like anything, anything where it's like, let's all pull together and do this and make things better for all of us. It's like, no, nope, fuck that as a concept. Fuck that as a staff, record label and a crew. I don't like the idea of it. So you, even if you have a friendly old doctor, and I'm like I'm not happy with everything the CDC's done the last year and a half, but like, if you like anybody's like, come on guys, let's all stop kissing chickens so we can lie, so less people will die of salmonella. It's like I won't even stop doing that. Fuck you. I'm gonna count. I wasn't <laughs> kissing chickens start before. Kissing chickens now. Yeah, that's what they're yeah. gonna do. They're like, yeah. <laughs> where's the closest chicken? <laughs> We're like, we're like, we're we're less than six months away from them saying we should put lead back in gasoline. I'm not even fucking. It's, it's, yeah, it's, right. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because oh. we talked about last week them starting to wear masks just to own the libs uh, because. Yeah. Whatever, however the hell that works. Also, two chicken-related stories in a row. They've been on one about chickens lately. It was chicken sauce last week. Our, our last honorable mention is. Uh, Honestly, most of us are dumbasses for not thinking of the idea to start a fake farm to make up a fake farm in order to get free money from the federal government. Mark, explain what happened there. All right. So uh, in the middle of our horrific bank deregulation, a bunch of apps have started up like, like basically this app had the idea to like like speed up underwriting based to automate it with, with, with uh, algorithms. And so they also, one of the programs was handling PPP loans. So you could apply for a PPP loan through this app, and apparently they didn't do enough due diligence, and no one even knows who got these loans. But anyone who looked at them should have known, because here's a list of, uh, of hypothetical farms that got $7 million in loans. These are about $20,000, $30,000 each. Gunther Poison Snakes, LLC. Another... <laughs> 
Another farm was named Lord Pigs. Uh, a third was named Beans for Eat. Uh, That's the number four, by the way. All one yeah. word. Beans, the number four, eat. Beans yeah. for eat. Yeah, which is what beans are for. This person they are. It. You can't argue with uh, Another one went to a hypothetical potato farm in Florida. And the, the, the guy who got that loan for his potato farm in Florida, where I don't think there are any potato farms, his no. name was Neil Potatoes. Yeah. Uh, so Check I just want to... Neil Potatoes over here. So basically, any <laughs> anybody watching this show who's not Neil Potatoes is a dumbass who missed out on a bunch of free money. Because like the people whose names on these loans, they call them up and be like, hey, are you a... Are you a, a, a beet farmer? And they're like, I've never eaten a beet in my goddamn life. I'm like, okay, well, somebody got $20,000 in your name. <laughs> well, Dude, it's so, like, do you, okay, do you think that these were, like, people mostly trolling? Just like, you know what I'm going to do? Fucking apply for a Neil Potatoes loan. And then they got approved and they were like, holy shit, I got $20,000. Or were these all, like, sincere efforts that I mean I assume it is probably that one but that makes it funnier that these are the names they chose do you know what I'm saying like where if they were like sincere efforts to defraud the government why are the names so ludicrous because they knew like they're not gonna fucking check they don't give a fuck or like or like I don't know it's weird man and hilarious <laughs> this is total hypothesizing all right just on my part but uh, but yeah, here's right. my guess Here's my guess what happened. I imagine most of these loans went to one person who got most of the $7 million once they figured out this app was easily, easily gained. And they probably started off trying real hard to come up with realistic sounding names with real people's names attached to it. And then when they realized it was way easier than that, they, they just were like, just giving it to whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Hit their vape and be like, Neo Potatoes, laugh for half an <laughs> yeah. hour and get $20,000. Beans for eat. Like a bunch of idiots. It's probably a Reddit, a Reddit subthread where they're pitching names, you know. A subreddit somewhere. Yeah, it is probably some like fucking Wall Streety type guy who was like, "There's this, there's this story, and I'm not claiming it's true in the country music world, and obviously I'm not like a fan of this dude, but there's this story that Toby Keith was at a party once and was drinking beer from a red Solo cup and said, "You know what? I could write." They were talking about his songwriting prowess, and he was like, "I bet you I could write a chart topping hit about this goddamn cup." Or whatever. Like, no, you can't, Toby. And then he wrote Red Solo Cup, which went to the top of the charts or whatever. And this is like the finance version of that, maybe. They're like, I can fucking give I can get them to give Neil Potatoes money. Fucking say I can't. And then he just and then he did it. Beans for eight is making them more ridiculous just to prove a point. <laughs> I mean, what, what you're describing right now is like meme stocks, which we talked about GameStop a couple months ago, but like every like entire everybody who put their entire life savings into Bitcoin. Whether or not they'll ever be able to buy food again or retire is it is it dependent entirely upon what Elon Musk tweets tomorrow, right? So this yeah. is the whole economy now. Um, so I hope Toby Keith bet, went long on Red Solo Cup futures before we put that song. Fucking, we live in a meme based economy. Mm -hmm. oh, it's true though. It's funny and true. Okay, so <laughs> listen, the first of at least two tonal shifts. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's talk about, as everybody's aware, today is the anniversary of George Floyd's death. And um, his family has uh, taken the occasion to urge Congress to actually pass some police reform. They met with Joe Biden, who, you know, they they said was extremely respectful and, and listened and all that, but also said they had to make sure they got the legislation right. And there's been 
the George Floyd bill has passed con has passed uh, the House of Representatives twice, but Senate won't vote on it, whatever. So, of course, everything's moving at a glacial pace. So how are you feeling, Mark, about the uh, the prospect of actual police reform in this country one year after the fact? Uh, well, the actual bill they're considering, uh, it would ban chokeholds, uh, which uh, is fine. It won't do anything. Chokeholds have been illegal in New York, and the guy who choked Eric Garner to death didn't even lose his job. He did it on camera. They argued that it wasn't choking or whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's All that stuff can be very parse, parsed. So Republicans aren't going to fight that because who gives a shit because no one's going to be held responsible for doing a chokehold anyway. Um, right. the, the bill, as proposed, would end qualified immunity, which, if you don't know what qualified immunity is, is basically the um, idea invented whole out of whole cloth by appeals court judges that says that if a police officer hasn't been instructed specifically that a specific act isn't unconstitutional, then they get a, then they can't be sued for it. So, um, but and it, it they're certainly specific. You'd be like, like, oh, you never told this guy he couldn't shoot a fleeing suspect in the back, and then it's so dude, they, it's so funny because that's like. That's the flip version of that Chappelle bit. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Like, it's right. the cop version of I didn't know I couldn't do that, which, you know, doesn't work for regular people, obviously. But it's like that flipped around. But but it's like so but it gets you know, like absurdly parsed. We're like, so that so now you've held that you it's unconstitutional to shoot a guy in the back. So the next case, another guy shoots a guy in the back and like, oh, but that was the upper back. This is the lower back. So you can't be sued for that either. Can be no sponsor for that. And so it's like 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 three cases where a guy like sat on a guy's kneecap, bent it backwards to break it, and the judge is like, Well, you never told him specifically he couldn't do that. No one's ever ruled that that's unconstitutional. So but we we all understand the torture is unconstitutional, but the, but you can always find Harris to split. Whereas no one's been instructed specifically not to be evil. So anyway, and then this is not a law. Qualified immunity is not based on a law. Um, uh, judge, Republican judges invented it, so uh, they need to pass a law to get rid of it. That would be good. That's the part Republicans are going to fight. Um, uh, have I told you? So this, I had this idea, a way to solve this problem. I think. Um, All right. Yes. Let's you, solve it, Mark. Let's do it. Do you know how when? Bees sting someone, their tails fall off, and the stingers falls off, so they die, right? Yes. That that's their disincentive for using their stinger. Right. <laughs> is that they can only use it once. Yeah. So my proposal is if you kill someone on duty as a police officer, you understand that's the end of your job. So when you say my life was threatened, we know you we know at least you believe it's some because you're willing to lose your job over discharging your weapon, right? Yeah. Can't, why can't we do that? Like that, that okay, you 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 made you made at least sacrifice your financial future to make sure you could walk go home at night. So therefore, I honestly like what like Derek Chauvin. Like it shouldn't be like where I think uh, um, George Floyd was the third person, the second or third person he killed, and there have been tons of other other use of force complaints against him, and he kept being able to go back to work. It's like, well, why why the, the original report for George Floyd, by the way, said he died of natural causes. If a bunch of people hadn't filmed it, that would have been the official story. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that nobody would have ever heard shit about it if there hadn't been cell phone cameras there. Yeah. So I find find uh, find it all. It's it's been a year and almost nothing's uh, even attempted to change. Um, but there are. Here's the part that concerns me. There are a bunch of people already trying to make it worse. Um, because right. the the we can't play video, but there's a question. Uh, there, there's been all this meme popping up lately about what are we going to do about the surgeon crime? Now. Um, no one understands why, but shootings are way up the last couple of years. Now, conservatives would tell you it's because the Black Lives Matter movement made things more lawless and cops are scared to do their job. They're fucking full of shit. Uh, she, 
violent crime dove after the 70s. Nobody knows why. It's still way lower than, than, it, than it historically has been throughout a, a modern American history. No one knows why. Um, but even though property crimes down all over America, you're seeing stories about the stop, shoplifting surge or epidemic or whatever, about shoplifting gangs, uh, organized rings to like trade goods for fentanyl or whatever, which I have a reason to disbelieve that's happening at, at all somewhere, but it's not a, it's not a big societal fucking problem. Um, although Walgreens is running a big campaign trying to get people to crack down on, on property crimes, even though property crimes down overall, as I said. Uh, Jim Pisaki was asked a, uh, a question today about the surge in crime, and what really annoyed me about it was she didn't dispute that it's actually some big problem that requires a bunch of reinvesting in criminal justice and locking more people up. She said, basically said, to say, well, this started before our presidency and tried to duck responsibility for it, which is true and fine, but also because these are big things that happen without one factor or one contributing reason. And I just hope people don't fall this idea that what we need to do is lock more people up or invest in, in a bunch of intense, more intense violent policing because America locks more people up than any place on earth. If that was a solution, crime would be solved here. We wouldn't have any crime. Um, also, I think I feel like, and again, I don't know, obviously I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but you know, maybe it's got something to do with fucking increasing income inequality. You know what I mean? As you like, put fuck more and more people over and make more and more people desperate you're probably going to have more and more crimes being committed by those people i would think like as we continue down the same trajectory we've been on for so long and then the pandemic i know that jen saki said in that in that answer to the question she was like well this actually this goes back to when the pandemic started and I, you said earlier it's like oh for the past two years it's been rising or whatever but i mean i could it wouldn't surprise me to find that crime has risen since the beginning of the pandemic for the same reason. You know what I mean? Like desperation can lead to that type of shit. Um, also, and, you know, as long as there continue to be fucking people are given guns at birth, there's going to be more shootings that happen too. you know, just all that shit. It's what, yeah. It's like, just like the real estate thing up top, it's a confluence of yeah. a myriad of factors that come together to form shit like that. I just like not George I, I, Floyd. <laughs> I, there was a the, the Philly the Philly DA election just happened, and uh, Larry Krasner, who was like uh, a big hopeful, like close thing can have in America to progressive DA. And we have a new one in LA too, a, a part of the same movement. And they try all the forces that be in Philadelphia because he came in, he fired a bunch of career prosecutors who were assholes who were being too harsh for no reason. He promised not prosecute people for like marijuana possession. He's trying to get rid of cash bail, a bunch of shit like that. Um, and they tried to use this uh, short-term spike in uh, crimes. No one can attribute anything to his soft on, soft on crime policies, as they put it. Now, he won until his re-election. So I'm hoping people are understanding this is a juke to get more money and to get cops paid more and to get more money into private prisons and shit. It's not about actually solving a society's, problem, society's problems. But, yeah, I mean, look, I, by, d- domestic, most murders are domestic or local or about like personal beefs, right? They're not like random shootings on the street. That's just not how human beings behave. So it would not surprise me after a year of being stuck at home with people, domestic disputes were up, uh, arguments with neighbors were up, all that shit. The stuff like, violent, like domestic disputes spike in the summertime because it's hot. They spike on Super Bowl Sunday because people are mad their team lost. So I, I, it, it's like trying to attribute this stuff to like criminal justice policies is crazy to me. But I mean, I saw people, people are stressed out, dude. The, the first couple months of the pandemic, I saw like three different people getting fights, walking their dogs in my fucking little <laughs> suburban <laughs> Los Angeles neighborhood. It's like people are fried, man. I, to try to attribute it to like 
what you think your sentence is going to be, or whether or not you're going to get cash bail when you're in a moment where you're in a fist fight with somebody. I, it, no one thinks that. Right. No one thinks of that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you said uh, you were like, oh, you know, it's a juke to get more money for uh, for criminal justice and that type of thing. Uh, you that's you want to transition now? Yeah, okay. I say that's going to be a theme here. Yeah. Uh, that that speaking philosophy. Because we got hands, Mark. Uh, yeah. Speaking of publicity, coordinated publicity campaigns trying to generate more tax funding for someone's specific priorities, <laughs> let's talk about the government's coordinated alien insurrection rollout. All right. So <laughs> Trey's been wanting to talk about aliens for a couple of weeks. You, uh, we yeah, didn't get around to it last yeah, week. Probably longer than a couple of weeks, but especially yeah. in the past two weeks. I've been like, Mark, let's talk about aliens. He's like, we're not fucking talking about aliens. But tonight we're talking about aliens. So, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, I do want to talk about it because this is like a very fascinating example of like uh, of something very interesting to me. But uh, so uh, about two weeks ago, 60 Minutes did this big piece that went viral um, interviewing um, this guy who used to work for the Pentagon and a couple of Navy pilots about uh, UFOs uh, they've seen and have video of. Now, a important component of this is the, the Pentagon has rebranded UFOs to be UAPs, uh, unidentified yeah. aerial phenomena. So this is this is part of the this is this is a giveaway to me that they're rebranding it to be more credible to get rid of all the the, the horrific only, only like hippie weirdos with ponytails who smoke weed and they're forty six believe in uh, believe in aliens, right? So the rebranding. Um, we can't show you the video, of course, but uh, a couple things jumped out at me about it, about that, that were also a little bit of giveaways. Um, uh, all the sightings they talked about were off the Atlantic coast. They kept talking about it, which is, you know, they're, they're, aliens are scoping out DC. We got to beef up our national defense. So they can't take, they can't take out our national defense infrastructure. Right. And they also talked about how these UFOs remember, from not from this planet. Don't really care about anything going on here. Specifically, if they were doing anything, you'd be looking at us like zoo animals and there were no threat to them. But it said they were hovering over a restricted airspace. Now, why the fuck would an alien give about whatever care about what air restricted airspace is? <laughs> okay. Listen, I think we're we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. We're probably gonna okay. jump around a lot because I have some reactions to what you just said, but I want to say okay. just, just so everybody know it has some context here. Listen, I uh I've always been like at least mildly into aliens, right? I've always, I've always, my sincere actual thoughts on aliens are, I think statistically, mathematically speaking, to me, it's a virtual certainty that other intelligent life exists in the universe. And also probably virtual certainty that some of them are spacefaring. I believe that just because of how big the universe is. That doesn't mean any of them have ever been here or that any of that is the case. But I'm saying I do think they exist somewhere. OK, so having put that out there, uh, I, I, I used to be fascinated with like, yeah. <laughs> God damn you, Matt. I didn't, know, I didn't know Matt. I didn't know Matt had even made this. If you're, if you're only listening, he put my face on me. God damn it. He put my face on the aliens guy. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. And it's my face. Matt, that's the best thing you've ever done. So now I don't even want to keep talking, but I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> Matt just absolutely bodied me with that. I did not know that was coming. So I'm just saying, I've been open to this. Mark's idea, of course it was. Y'all teaming up behind my back. It's okay. It's fine. I've always been very open to this idea. I never, ever in my life thought you would see the U.S. government like acknowledging that it might even be a thing. Here's my questions for you, Mark, about what you just said. You're like, oh, they're all in off the Atlantic coast. They're all in restricted airspace. Could that be a 
90% of shark attacks happen in shallow water type of thing, or 90% of car accidents happen within five miles of home or whatever, meaning like that's where the people that are reporting this are Navy pilots. That's where they're, that's where they are flying at. Where else are they going to see them and report them? Also, rednecks have been reporting alien abductions as long as you can remember, goddammit. It's not just out there, but I'm saying these reports are from Navy pilots. That's where they are. They're not going to, they're not going to be able to report them from somewhere else. So, of course, that's where it's all taking place at. Okay. All right. So, First of all, my general thoughts on aliens. It's not that I don't believe that life exists elsewhere in the universe. Mathematically, it's an incredible certainty, right? Law of large right. numbers has to be like, but one, we to presume to, to presume that's intelligent life is weird. Uh, most life on this planet is just like about eating and fucking and pooping, right? Giraffes, giraffes not building a ship to go anywhere, right? There's no there's no reason to think that life on other planet planets would be intelligent. There's no reason to think that we aren't the most developed species in the universe. There's no I reason agree to with think that. It's possible <laughs> that we are first. We could yeah. be the first one to have gotten as advanced as we have. I mean, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, also, it's just like I always had this thought, even as a kid, that it was weird that not only did we give God, like uh, we anthropomorphize God, have very human qualities, but we give him like the worst human qualities. Like, like the God in the Old Testament's like. He think, he's like, you've got to sing songs about how great I am or I'm going to kill you. Like, why would he make, if that's a person, would you go to his party? <laughs> be like, that's King Joffrey, right? Uh, they, so we look at these aliens, we do the same thing. It's like, well, they're coming here to kill us. It's like, well, maybe they're not bloodthirsty like us. Maybe they don't no, think like I that. I agree with that. I'm um, with you on that. As far as like the that whole, like that whole uh, Stephen Hawking thing of like, look at what happened to the Native Americans when Europeans showed up. That's what will happen to us when aliens show up. And I was always like, well, Part of our evolution, and we still got a long way to go, but part of our evolution has been this sort of moral evolution as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, you should just, they cavemen used to just fucking hit people over the head with rocks and do whatever the hell they wanted to with them or whatever. And then we were fucking burning women at the stake for liking numbers and shit. And you know what I mean? Like, we've advanced in that direction too. So why wouldn't a civilization that has advanced so far beyond us technologically also have done so morally and ethically? I agree. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to assume that they would come here just to kill us. I will say, I think there's some people after this past year who are probably standing out in their yard just looking at the sky like, do it, you fucking cowards. Fucking do it. <laughs> like the dude holding the gun to his head in an action movie, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I agree with you on that. There is a... <laughs> I, I'm just... Any, anyone who's like lived through, anyone who was alive in 2003, I think would should instinctually be suspicious of uh, the military announcing there's a big threat we got to worry about, right? Uh, I so like I, I just like this is not a recent thing. It's like we can talk about the, the remember the Maine or the Gulf of Tonkin or whatever. Like like we go through this and like America's so powerful, we don't have any we don't have any earthly enemies left. Right, they're they're basically gone. We could we could pretend ISIS is a threat, but ISIS doesn't have an aircraft carrier. They can't fucking have an air force. They can't get here. There's no like so when the military is like, we need a new super jet. It's like for what? For what fucking reason? Aliens. All right. So it's like aliens. So it's like there, there's like there, there's a fa- there's a famous quote from Colin Powell when he was secretary of not when he was chairman of the Joint Chiefs under the first Bush and then Clinton or whatever. He's like he told civilian authorities you have to find me an enemy. Right. And eventually, what they settled on was Saddam for the first Gulf War, and he was the big enemy to like 2003. But like at the time of the first Gulf invasion, Iraq had the third biggest army in the world. We cut through them in about three hours. Right. There's 
there's no threats. So why would we give them any more money? And like every time, every time the question comes up, why would we give them more money? There's a new threat announced. In fact, I'm suspicious of it. I'm just inherently suspicious of it. And by the way, it's hopeless. If a te- if 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 a, if a alien is sophisticated enough to tra- travel intergalactically to get here, yes, we cannot defend ourselves against. No, it. we cannot. No, not even at all. I agree with yeah. that completely. That's why I feel like it's so. What is to drum up funding for the space force? Do you, like. Is the DOD still sold on the Space Force, even in the post-Trump era? Like They're like, we got to do something to get money funneled into the Space Force. Also, the DOD hasn't, they need, I mean, I don't know. I guess I sort of understand that. The second point you made, I agree with. It's like, with that, what are we going to do if that is the case? You know, like we're fucked either way. But I just feel like the DOD doesn't need, if they need excuses to drum up funding, which they're already flush with anyway, it's wild to me that they sat in a room and landed on aliens, especially because this all predates the Space Force. So it's like, I'm not saying they weren't all just doing coke in there. And you're like, you know what's next? Fucking aliens. And they were like, yeah, let's do that. But that just seems wild to me that that would have been what happened. Uh, But also like, so does that mean you think that all of these like all the footage and the eyewitness accounts and stuff like that, that they are all like totally fabricated for this psyop or they did exist, but there's some other explanation for them. And this is all bullshit. Like which side of that do you, do you follow on? Uh, I mean, I've like, like even in, even a 60 minutes piece, the Navy pilots were like fully on and be like, this could just be an American weapons program we don't know about. That probably makes the most sense that they're, they're, they're that's some sort of yeah, uh, U.S. made drone that they just they're just not fully aware of is being tested. But, what are, but why are they? What are they doing that for? Is it to flex on other countries so they see this and they're like, yeah, this is what we got going on? Like why? I well, get, ask- I know DARPA has a bunch of crazy advanced shit they do that we're not allowed to know about. But why would they allow us to know about? these ones especially when it's all military people who've seen the evidence for it and everything like if it is our own stuff what's the rationale there I, like first of all you don't clear. know mark no I, I don't i don't know i don't know shit that's all but like i don't but neither does the pentagon they don't fucking know unless it's there that's what's they so don't scary. Know. the pentagon don't know it could be aliens man well fucking I goddamn don't. I'm not saying everybody at the Pentagon knows. They don't. They, they don't fucking tell each other. They don't tell each other jack shit. They're up to the Navy doesn't tell the Air Force. Air Force. Dar- like by the way, I, th- I think Jeff Bezos' dad started DARPA. So I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. That checks uh, out. Uh, Is that a real thing, or did you just say I think that? His granddad. Uh, let me, let me wow. Real quick. Ain't that America? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's all. It's all. Uh, it's all. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, evil overlord shit. It's all the same five family. I don't fucking get too paranoid right now, but the um, it's just like I don't, I, I just don't. All this information is coming from the Pentagon. It's all coming from the Pentagon and a bunch of former federal officials. I don't, so I don't trust it. I just don't. I don't. Do you, trust well, it. you know what's funny about that is that there are people in the and I'm not. Listen, guys, I'm not a part of the UFO community, but my good buddy. DJ Lewis, who if you follow the Royal Red podcast and us separately, then you know DJ. Awesome dude. A new goat daddy. Just got a baby goat recently. He's having a wonderful experience with that. Anyway, DJ is very plugged into the UFO community. And I know from DJ that a whole lot of people in the UFO community, like, had that exact same thought process where as soon as the government acknowledged, Mm -hmm. hey, 
there's actual UFOs out there. They were like, there ain't no goddamn UFOs. As soon as the government said it, they were like, well, you know, that's bullshit then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, look, going. If the government says it, you know, that shit ain't true. After 50 years of like trying to uncover the truth, the government comes out and be like, hey, you guys are on to something. They're like, nope, no yeah. way. <laughs> well, the culmination of this, by the way, and like, like the one of the things that made me suspicious is like CNBC did the exact same story sixty minutes did like a month earlier, and this is all leading to the building up to a big uh, UFO report the military is supposed to deliver to Congress in June. So like this That's is right. so when I talk about this stuff being coordinated rollouts, like I like it's like you can you can fucking see the dominoes falling. But anyway, it occurs to me I saw this story and realized this is what I sound like. Let me read this headline: QAnon crowd convinced <laughs> UFOs are a diversion from voter fraud. Okay, uh, <laughs> so I'm aware that I put that I'm a fucking lunatic who's throwing in with some some idiots, but uh, uh, yeah. So, but this is all this is all very predictable. If you're a UFO person who's a conspiracy theorist, um, the main appeal is you think you you know something that no one else knows. The minute everyone else knows it, you got to find something exactly. else. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. But so, but I, so I'm trying to going back to what I asked you earlier, like. Do you believe that these observed phenomena were actually observed, right? And if you do, like that, they have observed these things, and that don't mean they're you that they're aliens. And I'm with I'm with you on that. Or do you think all that is just made up? Because if they do exist, that's still fucking wild, whether it's aliens or not, and some weird shit is going on there. Or do you think it's all just bullshit? Like I've never been flying a spy plane at forty eight thousand feet, and I'm sure they see some weird shit, right? Uh, Aurora Borealis, just even even stuff we can we can explain. No, like, um, so like the the, the grainy footage doesn't convince me of anything because that doesn't look like anything to me. I see a little dot moving around. They they they're used to looking at that footage. They tell me this is amazing. I've never seen anything move like this. It's like okay, but it looked to me it looks like anything else that that, that I could have made on like a macadam dummy it up in five minutes on Adobe Premiere or whatever. Um, so, I, but I do believe <laughs> it's gonna kill me every time. No. Uh, Matt just put the meme up there to the podcast listeners. Uh, the, uh, uh, but here's the thing: like people that go places that people don't go have been reporting seeing shit they couldn't explain since the dawn of humanity. Like sailors used to report seeing sea monsters and mermaids. Now we know now what yeah. they saw was whales and manatees, right? That's true. So, so. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe they saw something will be that we'll understand in a little bit, or maybe they just will never. Maybe they like the Bermuda Triangle. We'll never figure it out. But it's like, well, listen, Matt, yeah. uh, you can start throwing questions and comments up there about aliens if y'all want to, or anything else we've talked about, or just any other question you have. But uh, yeah, I just I'm not even saying that I want it to be true or nothing because I mean, shit, who knows how that's gonna go again? But it's also like there is this element of like. Yeah, that's about right. You know, like after the past year and the plague and everything, it's like, oh, guess what? Aliens are here now. They're like, yeah, that checks out. Why wouldn't they be here now? I mean, you know? that's to me the worst, the most obvious worst case scenario here. And we're worried about invasions or militaristic whatever. Is like we just went through an out of control disease pandemic. Now you want to expose your immune system to a handshake with an alien? Uh, well, so another another <laughs> thing is funny about that to me. But like, Kim Shay twenty two from YouTube says, I need Matt to post that meme somewhere. I can copy it. Matt, I'll tweet it out. Uh, I'll tweet it out. Yeah, the show, Mark, Mark, you tweet it and I'll retweet it or whatever. But yeah, we we could do that. That's fine. But uh, another thing that's funny about what you just said is like, 
I know that every, people are talking about it now because Obama mentioned it and Harry Reid's been talking about it and Trump talked about it in the 60 Minutes and all that. And people are talking about it now. But like it was first acknowledged by the Pentagon like last year that, oh, this is like a real thing. Acknowledged publicly. And it's so funny to me. Like that's how shitty 2020 was that the federal government came out and was like, hey, y'all. Uh, so it might be aliens. And people collectively were just like, well, tell the aliens we'll call them back. God damn. Fucking <laughs> Don't well, they know we got shit going on right now? Ain't nobody well, got time to deal with no fucking aliens. <laughs> well, that's well, that's one thing that made me suspicious. They did this already in 2017 and 2018. They announced like right. in in 2017 they announced they 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 uh, they, uh, they, uh, they uh, unclassified all those videos. The 60 minute show those have been out for a while. They tried to find ah, aliens because like that's what you, that's what you do first. You try to hold people catch on their own because they know that they're not going to trust what the government tells you. UFO community is not going to trust it. So you try to like. Uh, uh, just let it be. Let it let it be out there and hope it catches on to where a bunch of people believe in it. More people believe in aliens now. Then in 2018, they full on announced they were tracking this asteroid that had spontaneously changed directions. That was 2018. And then some physicists a couple of days later, like this is overblown. This is not this is not this is not what the Pentagon's telling you it is. And then uh, now we're here. Now we're doing now now, now a bunch of open spokesmen are doing uh, okay. uh, 60 minutes pieces. Well, that last thing you said, then I'm gonna read Sally's uh, comment here. That last thing you said was. Uh, uh, apparently any like actual credited or credible astronomer and like actual space people don't give a lot of credence to any of this shit, apparently mm -hmm. for the record. So that obviously, I mean, yes, that tells you something too. Sally doctor from Facebook says when aliens <laughs> pass by earth, they lock their doors. Uh, I do. You, you mentioned earlier, it's like, Oh, what if it's a zoo or something? But yeah, that, you know, the idea that like these are just like rich kid aliens just, to, you know, like doing like a pleasure. Like you got to see the fucking hairless meat bags I got down there. And maybe it's kicked up in recent years because Trump got elected. And it's like, dude, have you been watching that show? Have you been watching Earth? Because fucking season, you know, <laughs> whenever they start watching it is popping off. It's crazy. You won't believe the new villain they got going on, you know, and that's why they got all got to come down here and check it out, you know, see it for themselves. So, somewhere so <laughs> somewhere out there in the universe, um, Moon Tucker Carlson is making fun of the space CDC for telling rich kid aliens to stop kissing their pet humans when they bring them back. <laughs> yeah, try to tell us we can't butt probe humans. No, we're not no. here at space CDC. Yeah. Um, all right. Linda Allwell Medina, who's tired of this alien shit, says DeSantis is going after social media companies for banning political candidates. Yeah. Yeah. That law is completely stupid. It's not going to hold up to any sort of court challenge. It won't even, it, I'm not even clear how it does anything. So the law basically says that people can sue social media companies if they're banned over political speech, especially if they're uh, candidates for office. So they're trying to make it so if you live in Florida, which Trump does, you can sue Twitter for having been a political figure who was kicked off. Get kicked off. But the really funny thing about it was, I guess, Disney came at DeSantis. And uh, you want to show who they actually work for? It was like really funny in California when uh, uh, Governor Newsom issued the first round of lockdowns. He uh, let Disneyland stay open. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're just like we're cutting out of California. Disneyland makes their own. They're, they're Dude, independent. Nobody wants to fuck with Disney, man. They're, they're an independent municipality like, uh, like Luxembourg or whatever, like a principality. They do what they want. <laughs> so. Yeah. So they were writing this law and Disney's like, man, we have content moderation policies. We have a bunch of fucking, uh, uh, you know, comment sections or whatever. This uh, this shit sucks. We want to be able to ban Nazis. So they put a carve out that social media platforms can be sued for yada, 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 unless they own a amusement park of at least 25 acres. 
So <laughs> I I look forward to Twitter and Facebook opening uh, amusement parks yeah. for exactly 26 acres in Facebook Florida. Facebook land. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, dude. People don't fuck with the mouse, man. People up yeah. in, you know, like, it's wild how, like, uh, how much of a in that way sort of evil empire Disney is, you know what I mean? While being the, like, the face of, childlike joy or whatever for generations, you know, and yet they just run shit at the highest levels. And so they like basically are copyright law, you know, mm. for the past, since copyright law has existed, yeah. like people do what the fucking mouse tells them to do. Generally speaking, especially, <laughs> especially they're willing to buy one of my TV shows. I will totally. Check yeah. Right. No, hey, exactly I, like, I have worked for them. I, I love it. <laughs> uh, but it's like it is funny. Like New England gives away the game in a couple different ways. One, it shows that Xanthus is a whore. Two, it shows that he knows this law is stupid. If he's agreeing with Disney that it's stupid, and let them opt to opt out of it. Three, it's just for show, and he trusts his own his own supporters to not read the news enough to understand what it is he's doing. It's like the, the headline will be that Xanthus tries to get Trump reinstated on Twitter, where the actual what's actually happening is not that. And it, it's yeah. So what? How does it work? You, you get. If you get banned by the by the social media, so if you get banned by Twitter or Facebook or whatever, if they ban you, you can sue them. Is how the bill would work. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. But yeah, that's that's in theory with the bad with the bad. Like, but it'd be like if to Trey, if you want me to leave your house, uh, I'm gonna sue you f- for something. It's your house, Trey. Uh, <laughs> Patricia Auburn says Texas banned abortions after six weeks and made it legal to carry a gun without a license, registration, or background check. The alien stuff is hilarious, but Texas is scary. This is definitely, I mean, and of course, anybody could have seen this coming, but there is this huge, like, backlash, you know, to them losing in the recent elections, to Trump losing, because you see this, like, state-level legislation across red America popping up like fucking uh, crazy, my home state of Tennessee, they've been fucking on one lately, too. I mean, they yeah. all are. It's in Georgia and the voter restriction laws, everything. They've all like they've all got to try to punch back against the the national Democratic victory or whatever. And, yeah, it's uh, you know, it sucks. Uh, uh, Matt Matt says comments are saying Disneyland shut down. They did. Mark didn't say they didn't shut down. He said when they first. When it all first happened, they were allowed to remain open briefly, and they yeah. were, but then they shut down. And it, believe me, my wife is one of those Disney adults, and yeah. uh, so I know uh, Disney has been was shut down for a long time. That's true. There, yeah, I wouldn't say they didn't ever shut down. I would say I was saying like there was like a like a like forty eight hour window where California was in lockdown, but Disneyland was completely but open. Not Disneyland, Disney. right? Yeah, because yes. Gavin Newsom works for Disneyland. He knows it. Um, uh, yeah, the Texas thing. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So. To be clear here, the things we talk about are not necessarily the things we think are most important. Sometimes we just want to have fun talking about aliens. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're not some tremendously influenced news show here. It's just like, here's a public policy thing happening that we think is funny that we talk about politics. Yeah, the, the abortion stuff in Texas is like, this fight was always going to be happening because they were just waiting until they had a solid lock majority on the Supreme Court for overturning it. And Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett are open to it. So they're going to push it up the Supreme Court and see what they can get away with, right? Um, the gun stuff as somebody who lived in Texas for a long time, uh, I'm not clear what the law legal change even actually is because everyone there carried a gun anyway. So I, I'm not sure. Like I, I've been in bars where you could see people had a gun in their side, in their boot. And it's just like, it's just, 
Yeah, yeah it's bit, Texas. Yeah, it's not it's not how I would design a society, but I, I don't think you're going to see some increase in gun carrying because it. Um, I'm not even quite sure what exactly changed in that. Um, so. Yeah, well, like you said, you know, we're, we're just because we talk about aliens doesn't mean we think aliens is the most important thing or whatnot. Uh, also, brief PSA. We talked about it last week, actually, and I made a video about it yesterday. But I made a video making fun of all the scandals that conservatives have accused Joe Biden of and all things we've talked about on the show. And some people were like, uh, and you brought this up last week. They're like, yeah, but what about all the shitty stuff Joe Biden has done? And that's different that stuff we can be mad at him for the thing is the reason we're mad at him for that is because they're into it right so like they're yeah. not going to be mad at him for any of those things that's why we're mad at him so they don't yeah. have anything to be mad at him for so they make up his old dog and the dandelion and all that type of shit and that's all i was saying so yeah it's not I know. I, talk I, about one thing doesn't mean you don't care was, about the other thing or whatever. You know, I, I, I was I was thinking about that because I, I I've been trying to figure out why. Because obviously I give you some pushback whenever you have that take, and I, I actually have words. I, I, next time it comes up, I can put it into words now because I, I could I didn't have the actual. I was like, why is it? It's like yeah, because they're they're dumbass. They're make, we're dumb. They're dumbasses because their priorities are out of whack, and we already disagree right. with them politically because they think bad things are good and good things are bad. So like <laughs> right. like. Yeah. T today, when like Joe, when uh, Joe Biden, uh, like one of the things came out is like one of his former closest advisors now works for the uh, nursing home industry, and he's he's been lobbying Joe Biden personally to keep in place that loophole that keeps nursing home execs from being sued for all the COVID fuckups, and like that sucks. It fucking sucks. He's keeping a Trump policy to allow people to make money killing old people. That, that fucking sucks. Now Fox News is going to get mad. At they love that. So yeah, right. Uh Linda Rain says grand jury convened in Trump case asterisk happy dance. Linda's doing a happy dance. I just, my take on that the whole time has been, I'll believe it when I say it. it's like, I, you know, I hope so, yeah. but I speaking, just can't allow myself to be optimistic about that. <laughs> speaking of coordinated PR campaigns, I'm not quite sure what the Manhattan DA First of all, the Manhattan DA. So I know it, well, the AG is pretty cool. Letitia Wright's uh, fine, but Cy Vance is a crooked son of a bitch who could have put in jail, Trump in jail a bunch of times in the 90s and 2000s. But he didn't because Trump gave him campaign donations. donations. So that's that. But like, so last week they announced that they had turned the civil investigation into a criminal thing. Now every lawyer would be like, that's not a thing. I understand what they're, what they're saying because you don't announce that. It's not some formality. You're just an investigation, investigation. And uh, like, you don't formally open an investigation. That's stupid. You just start investigating. And two, like this grand jury has apparently been meeting already for in secret for like a month or two. So I'm not sure why they announced it this week, probably because somebody's about to run for a higher office, I'm guessing. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll believe when someone's indicted, I'll be like, okay, this, this is what this actually happening. For sure. All right. Well, listen, thanks for joining us. Sorry about the video mishap. We'll have it figured out next week. We hope so. But hey, we had fun anyway, and uh, we'll see yeah. you in seven days. Aliens. Aliens.